All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I am Abhishek Kumar. The headlines. Supreme Court to pronounce judgment on Karnataka's rebel MLA's plea today. Flood situation worsens in five districts of Bihar, improves in Upper Assam. International Court of Justice to deliver verdict in Kulbhushan Jadhav case this evening. Indian entries bagged six awards at Sark Film Festival in Colombo. And in badminton, four Indians including P.V. Sindhu and Kadambi Srikant to begin their Indonesia Opens singles campaign. The Supreme Court will pronounce this morning its judgment on Karnataka's ruling Congress JDS rebel MLA's plea regarding their resignations. A bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi reserved its judgment after a day-long hearing in the case yesterday. During the hearing, Senior Advocate A.M. Singhui, appearing for the Karnataka Assembly Speaker, said the Speaker will decide on both disqualification and resignation of the MLA's by today, but the court should modify its earlier order regarding maintaining the status quo. Senior Advocate Mukul Rotagi, appearing for the rebel MLAs, argued that the Speaker cannot keep the resignation pending and by doing so, he is acting in a partisan manner. Fifteen rebel MLAs had moved the apex court, alleging that the Karnataka Assembly Speaker was deliberately not accepting their resignations. Karnataka Assembly Speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar yesterday said, that he is not above the Supreme Court and he was just doing his duty within the framework of the Constitution. In Bihar, flood situation has worsened after some new areas inundated in Sitamarhi, Madhubani, Katihar, Purnia and Muzaffarpur districts. Due to enormous pressure and overtopping of flood water, embankments have been broken in Benipati subdivision in Madhubani and Muzaffarpur. More from our correspondent. State Health Department has said both ambulance with doctors and paramedic staff would be sent in flood-affected areas where it is difficult to reach. In relief camps, anti-snake bite vaccines have been kept in view of incident of snake bite. Veterinary vans with medicines, vaccines and fodder are also being sent for livestock. Made Department forecast says there will be some respite from heavy rain in catchment areas of major rivers in next five days. Dharmendra Kumar Rai, AIR News. Chief Minister Nitish Kumar yesterday took stock of the situation in East and West Champaran. Over 26 lakh people have been affected due to floods in the state. Assam Chief Minister Sarbanan Sonowal will undertake an aerial survey of the flood-affected Barak Valley today. The Chief Minister will also review the flood situation with district administrations. Flood situation in Upper Assam has started improving due to receding of water, but situation in Lower Assam remains unchanged. 18 persons so far have lost their lives due to flood and landslides. More than 50 lakh people are affected in 30 districts and over 1 lakh people have taken shelter at relief camps. Five columns of the army are pressed into rescue work. Centre has released 251 crore rupees to Assam for disaster management. The death toll in yesterday's building collapse at Dongri area in Mumbai has gone up to 12. According to officials, the nine injured people taken out of the debris are being treated in nearby hospitals. More from our Mumbai correspondent. 
The Mumbai Civic Body informed that rescue operations were still on at the accident site at Dongri in Mumbai and feared that more people could be trapped under the fallen structure. The Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation has opened a shelter in a nearby vicinity. A news agency reported that the Mumbai Building Repair and Reconstruction Board has said that the portion of the Kesarbhai building that collapsed yesterday was unauthorized. Sonali Ghadar Patil, AIR News, Mumbai. Delhiites today woke up to a pleasant morning as overnight light showers in various areas brought down the minimum temperature. The weatherman has predicted cloudy sky with light rain during the day. The centre will launch a public awareness campaign in Delhi today to accelerate vector control measures. The three-day campaign aims to sensitise and mobilise the community on measures for prevention and control of vector-borne diseases like malaria, dengue and chikungunya. Home Minister Amit Shah will move the National Investigation Agency Amendment Bill 2019 in the Rajya Sabha today. The Lok Sabha has already passed the bill. Maharashtra government has decided to increase the compensation from 25 lakh to 1 crore rupees for families of security personnel hailing from the state who lay down their life in the line of duty. The state cabinet took the decision in its meeting yesterday. The cabinet note stated that personnel wounded in a conflict will get monetary compensations ranging from 20 lakh to 60 lakh rupees each depending on the severity of their injury. The cabinet also decided to raise the allowances for special teachers attached with the Sarva Shiksha Abhyan. The Himachal Pradesh cabinet has decided to continue market intervention scheme for procurement of apple to ensure remunerative prices for farmers. The state cabinet under the chairmanship of Chief Minister Jairam Thakur also decided to enhance the procurement price from 7 rupees 50 paise to 8 rupees per kilogram. 279 procurement centers will be opened to facilitate the apple growers. Himachal government has introduced many schemes aimed at promoting self-employment for youths to become self-reliant. Our correspondent reports that Bambuna project has been launched in Una district bringing positive results. Bambuna project has been started to give hand-on skills to the women of Lamlehiri Panchayat of Una district has been helpful to the women. After forming a self-help group, the women are being trained in a group of seven with the help of district administration and forest department. We had started this project in February. Until now, we have sold over 50 to 60,000 products. At present, seven girls are being important training regularly. The project is biodegradable and environment friendly. Friendly. Women who have made bamboo products under the project said it is a good medium for earning income. Under the project, the farmers are also getting additional income by growing bamboos, which in turn playing a vital role in conservation of water and soil erosion as well. Sanjeev Sundarial, AIR News, Shimla. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, Follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. International Court of Justice, ICJ, will deliver today its verdict in the case relating to Interna Indian National Kulbhushan Jadhav, currently on death row in Pakistan. President of the court, Judge Abdul Kavi Ahmed Yusuf, will read out the verdict during a public sitting which will take place at 6.30pm Indian time at the Peace Palace in The Hague, Netherlands. A retired Indian Navy officer, Jadhav, 
was sentenced to death by a Pakistani military court on charges of espionage and terrorism in April 2017. India approached the Hague-based ICJ in May 2017 against Pakistan for denying consular access to Jadhav. The ICJ had restrained Pakistan from executing Jadhav till adjudication of the case. The eighth meeting of India-Uzbekistan Joint Working Group on Counterterrorism was held in New Delhi yesterday. The group discussed measures to strengthen bilateral cooperation in the sphere of counterterrorism through information sharing, mutual capacity building, and sharing of best practices. Cooperation in multilateral fora, including UN, Shanghai Cooperation Organizations, Regional Anti-Terrorist Structure, and EAG, was also discussed. The next meeting of the joint working group will be held in Uzbekistan on a mutually convenient date. India and Italy have decided to set up fast-track mechanism to facilitate investors and companies. Commerce and Industry Ministry said a meeting was held in New Delhi yesterday in this regard. The meeting was attended by Ambassador of Italy to India Lorenzo Angeloni and Secretary DPIIT Ramesh Abhishek. The fast-track system in Italy aims to identify and solve problems faced by Indian companies and investors. The U.S. has banned visits by Myanmar's army chief and three other top officers due to their role in the ethnic cleansing of the Rohingya minority. The State Department said it took action against army chief Min Aung Liang and others after finding credible evidence. It said they were involved in the violence that led over 7 lakh Rohingyas to flee across the border to Bangladesh. The UAE has said the oil tanker MT Ria, which allegedly gone missing in the Arabian Gulf close to Iranian water, is not owned by the UAE. The Emirates news agency, quoting an official, said the tanker is neither owned nor operated by the UAE. Still, it is not clear as to what happened to the tanker while it was allegedly passing near the Strait of Bormuz on Saturday night. German Defence Minister Ursula von der Leyen has been elected as the European Commission's first female president. The German minister's nomination was approved by 383 votes, just nine votes over the required number, through a secret ballot at the European Parliament. She will succeed Jean-Claude Juncker, who has served as president since 2014. International Monetary Fund (IMF) Managing Director Christine Lagarde has resigned ahead of a decision on her nomination to become head of the European Central Bank (ECB). Her resignation has been accepted by the IMF Executive Board, which will come into effect from 12 September. If the European Council approves Ms. Lagarde's ECB nomination, She will become the central bank's first ever female leader. She has been heading the IMF since 2011. Indian entries backed six awards, including the best feature film for the movie Nagar Kirtan at the ninth Sark Film Festival held in Colombo. In a series of tweets, Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javdekar congratulated the cast and crew of the Bengali film, for which Kaushik Ganguly got Best Director Award. Riddhi Sen won the Best Actor Award for the movie, while Prabodh Banerjee bagged Best Original Score at the film festival. Top Indian shuttlers PV Sindhu and Kidambi Srikanth will begin their singles campaign in Indonesia Open Badminton today. Sindhu, seeded fifth, will face Japan's Aya Ohori, while Srikanth, who is placed eighth, will face Japan's Kenta Nishimoto. 
बी साई प्रनीत एंड एच एस प्रनॉय आर दी अदर इंडियंस हुन इन एक्शन प्रनीत विल टेक ऑन वॉन्ग विंग की ऑफ हांगकॉन्ग वाइल प्रनॉय विल मीट सेकेंड सीडेड चाइनीज शी यूची On the opening day yesterday Indian pair of S Ranki Reddy and C Shetty defeated their Malaysian opponents in the men's doubles category. Pranav Jerry Chopra and N Siki Reddy have entered into second round of the mixed doubles. The 21st Commonwealth Table Tennis Championship will begin in Qatar today. 12 countries including Australia, England and Malaysia are participating in the event. The event will conclude on 22nd of this month. And now for an overview of today's newspapers it's over to Anuja Kumar Thank you Abhishek Pakistan reopening its airspace makes for the top headline across newspapers this morning Pak lifts airspace ban imposed after Balakot is the headline in the Hindustan Times The Asian Age headline reads Pak opens airspace India lifts all curbs On building collapse in Mumbai the Indian Express informs 10 die in Mumbai building collapse Three-year-old survives in his grandmother's arms. Government urging for extension of deadline on the final NRC list finds mention in the Hindu that writes, "Center Assam move SC for sample re-verification of NRC." Writing on the fake currency menace at the Bangladesh border, Mail Today says, "Bangla border new entry point for fake notes." PM's warning to truant ministers is noticed by the statesman that writes, "PM pulls up absentee ministers." And finally, want to live long? Cut 300 calories per day to boost health, reports the Times of India of a research published in the journal The Lancet, which says it helps check cholesterol, brings down BP and sugar levels. And with that, it's back to you, Abhishek. Thank you, Anuja. In some more news, the 62nd All India Police Duty Meet started in Lucknow yesterday. Our correspondent reports that police personnel of 22 states and various central police forces are meeting in Lucknow for the enhancement of policing. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Supreme Court to pronounce judgment on Karnataka's rebel MLA's plea today. Flood situation worsens in five districts of Bihar, improves in Upper Assam. International Court of Justice to deliver verdict in Kulbhushan Jadhav's case this evening. Indian entries bagged six awards at Sark Film Festival in Colombo and in badminton four Indians including PV Sindhu and Kidambi Srikant to begin their Indonesia Opens singles campaign for details of these stories and more log on to our website www.newsonair.com with that we end the morning news have a nice day